Hi, I'm Benjamin Boyd. And I'm Daniel Bromer. And, and we are two guys, two guys a pizza, pizza, and a podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, you see how it is. This is our first time doing a podcast out here. And obviously, we're kind of rookies at it. But hey, we, we can't wait to talk. Can't wait to say what's on our minds. Um, and can't wait to enjoy some delicious pizza. I don't Absolutely. know about you, Daniel. Very excited. What do we have? We have Johnny's Pizza. Yeah, we have Johnny's Pizza from Little Elm, Texas. So kind of one of the things we kind of hope to do with you guys is we're going to have a new pizza every week, whether it's a, a classic or a signature pizza from a local restaurant. Um, we're kind of like eat it, discuss it a little bit, but um, obviously we're going to have another conversation going on, but we'll make sure to devote some time to the wonderful pizza or unwonderful pizza if it's, yeah. if it's not that great. So, Hopefully wonderful every time. Yeah, no, no definitely. Yeah. Um, but other than that, a uh, couple things about us, you know, hey, we're getting started out here. Uh, as we said, my name is Ben. Um, uh, I'm a uh, young guy, uh, married, no kids yet, but can't wait to just kind of discuss what's on my mind. Uh, I also know that uh, I am a Christian, and so you'll probably see that throughout this podcast series. Uh, Daniel is also a Christian. Yep. Um, we definitely, we have a very strong mindset of, of who God is and how Jesus literally uh, runs our lives. Yeah. I mean, we can't say that any better, so... Uh, we hopefully uh, can convince you as we kind of discuss things that, hey, here's where we stand. Here's why we stand on this topic. And uh, I can't, can't wait to get started on that. Absolutely, yeah. And, and I'm Daniel and married as well. I'm old, though, so I'm the older one out of us. Um, have a baby girl who's turning one next week. Can you believe that one? <sighs> That's going to be crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, the, I heard this saying this past week, the days are long and the years are short. And that could not be more truer because... Still feels like we were taking her home from the hospital, but nevertheless, here we are, and uh, praise God for her, and uh, just as Ben said, we're just a couple of guys who like to talk about current events, big week in politics, big weekend in politics, as we uh, will dive into, uh, but talking about our faith, sports, movies, video games, absolutely everything, whatever the preference is, uh, that's what we'll be going with, so very excited to be doing this, and hopefully you'll enjoy the conversation. Definitely. I, you know, it's funny you mentioned, you know, when you talk about politics, I know this year, um, um, being recorded in 2020, there's a lot of things going on, whether that's COVID um, or, you know, uh, world ending fires practically, um, or even just the politics is going on right yeah. now here in America uh, where we're, we're located. And so it's definitely been an interesting year to say the least. Yeah. And of course, well, at the time of this filming, uh, we are got a couple of major events. We actually have the uh, um, debate going on on Tuesday between mm-hmm. Biden and Trump, which uh, I know for myself, I'm going to be watching it. Um, <laughs> yeah. In fact, you know, if you want to come over, we can we can yeah. we'll watch it together. Seriously, so definitely gonna. They be should they should have put that on pay per view. Oh they no, really that would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, like, oh, exactly. Because I would pay to watch that. I mean, thank thank goodness we get to watch it for free, but I would have paid money. To watch you, that you, you think it would change if it was on pay per view? You know, there would be a little bit more ruffle and tuffle going on. Hey, I mean, if you look at it this way, not to sound controversial, but they could have taken all the proceeds and donated it to, like, I don't know, California, you know, a little wildfire relief. Oh, there you go, yeah. May- maybe all the uh, cities have had some unfortunate riots that are now millions of dollars in debt. You know, they, they, they could have made good out of it. Yeah, this is, actually, this is actually a great idea. We should actually suggest this we now. We should, Why yeah. Don't we, we should actually, we should cancel the podcast, become... Advertisers for, <laughs> for for debate, something like that, man. We could have made the killing around that. Okay, I, I think Trump would have went on with that too. He probably would have wanted a little slice, you know. Maybe, oh yeah, maybe like a percentage, couple percents. Yeah, 
Yeah. Hey, I don't know, man. You know, the question is, would he pay taxes? That's oh. a, that's another big thing. We right went now. there. <laughs> we definitely went there already, and it's not even five minutes in. Oh, so, no. but definitely lots to talk about today. That's for sure. Um, Daniel, anything in particular? That, you know, we have to debate anything else. I mean, we, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll discuss it all for sure. So the big thing that's top of mind for me is the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, who I think it was Sunday. It was either Saturday or Sunday. Decided to make his very first um, nomination for a presidential candidate. Now, to his defense, he did say, I have voted Republican in the past. I have voted Democrat. But he claims to be an independent. But I'm sure, you know, whoever watched it, saw it, it's probably a little bit of shock value. But he is backing the Biden-Harris ticket. Right. Now, did you grow up watching The Rock on WWE? Uh, So, no, I did not. So, my first instance of him was actually... Either the Tooth Fairy oh, wow. or, or okay. Walking Tall, which I still think is his greatest movie of oh. all time. That's another debate in itself. We'll have that debate yeah. in years, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, I grew up watching WWE, so it was The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin growing up for me. Classic rivalry for any WWF fans out there. Or WWE, excuse me. I don't want to... You'll get see, copyright see this is how much I don't even I don't even know the lingo. Okay. Yeah. Well, they changed the they changed the name a few years back, so now I think you get in trouble if you say WWF. But regardless, grew up idolizing this guy, which I know is bad, right? But it really threw me for a loop, right? Because he says on his video, I sat down with the Biden and Harris ticket, so Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, but he never sat down with the Trumps. Yeah, so how can how can he make a, a truly yeah. valued opinion unless he's just yeah. you know I like what you have to say so yeah. which I mean I hate to say it but isn't that a, kind of our culture as a whole you know yeah. we hear something and it sounds good to our ears so um, yeah. definitely you know for you uh, Christians out there you know you know the <laughs> reference on that but yep. we just hear something and we immediately just take it and we run with it I mean that's just I mean my my biggest war- like wonder is do you think Biden was like, did he have to take a nap during that, or do you think he was he was all in? Because The Rock's like the hardest worker ever. I mean, the guy's up at four a.m. every day in the gym by four thirty. You know, just like a machine, basically. Just going to town. And sh- yeah. Yeah. I, so, no, I would have loved to the to have. Um, I mean, I know that he backed it. You know. Yeah. But just kind of, kind of the questions he was asking. You know, I would have been mm-hmm. more curious to see. You know, what what was all actually said and things of that nature. You know, yeah. what was everything. Revealed in detail because, you know, I hate to say it, but we're in a very easy culture where yeah. we can we can change change words on, on the dime. So well, and it's not a big surprise, right? I mean, he's a celebrity. Yep. I think isn't he like the highest grossing movie star out there? Uh, I would say if he's not, he's on his way. I mean, yeah. I yeah. I probably say Robert Downey Jr. Oh, okay, maybe yeah, not as RDJ. much anymore. Um, but yeah, it just. He's on his way. Oh, absolutely. I, I yeah. fully believe that. I mean, every every movie he does is at least $100 million, yeah. right, at the, at the box office. So, all of Hollywood, though. I mean, we, we know this. They're, you know, liberals. You know, they support Democrats. Hey, that's their choice. It's their right, right? What do you think would happen if a big-time celebrity would come out in support of Trump? Like, can you imagine <laughs> the fire on social media that would come from that? Well, absolutely. I mean, I think we've seen it before with... Um, a lot of those conservative celebrities, which is very far and few between, very far. Yeah. Um, there, you know, there's a very much a sense of if you do come out, oh, well, then you're not you're not part of us anymore. You're not part of our yeah. culture. Uh, and I just think that's how I operate. And I think that's just you know that's just how some places operate. I mean, I'm sure it'd be the same way in Texas. Yeah. If you had a big person that says I'm a Democrat in Texas, you're, 
you know, you're going to be kind of <laughs> shunned true. just as much. That's but very true. Yeah. Uh, you, Unless you're in Austin, then you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> then, then, you're, then you're dead square where you need to be. So, no, definitely no. I think it would be a very interesting impact, to say the least. I did think the timing was interesting, though, because if, it came, if, if Memory Serves Me Right, it came out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, day after Supreme Court nomination. Coincidence well, or not coincidence? Oh, that's a good point to bring up. I haven't even really thought about that. Now, I would say... On top of that, I mean, I think it's just, you know, we're, we're hitting up every single little thing. I think you're going to see every day something ramping up. I mean, we just saw this past week in New York Times released an article. Yeah. I don't think that's quit coincidence at all mm. because um, we had already ads by the Biden campaign. I'm not that I'm saying that they colluded, but I, I mean, I'm sorry, take it back. I definitely know there was, they must have had some type of discussion because they knew it was coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Now, granted... I'm not like saying that's the worst behavior because I think that's pretty normal for any politic behavior. Of, sure. Hey, you know, an advantage, you're going to take it. Why not? Absolutely. Why would you not take it? So we're playing for keeps. Oh, you know, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there is decisions being made out there. You know, you talk about Supreme court, um, you'll learn from us, you know, we're very much pro life guys. And so the Supreme court, you know, having, uh, uh what, what's the nomination? Uh, I can't think of her name right now. Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. We, we want her, you know, one of the biggest reasons is she's, she's definitely pro life. And so bringing her in, there's a very strong possibility that the Roe v. Wade uh, will be overturned. And so for that reason alone, I think it would be a big issue in terms of, hey, we're playing for keeps. We know what has to be done. Um, and I know a lot of people have a lot of heartbreak, heartbreak right now about the Supreme Court nomination, yeah. um, which I, I, I'll be the first to admit, I get where you're coming from. In fact, I'm one of those kind of those people of, you know, I wish this isn't the way we'd be doing it sure, based yeah. on some uh, w- words that were said. Um, for a lot of you that don't know, uh, I know Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, back in 2016, one of the some of the things he said, uh, you know, it, though it was a little bit different. You know, Obama was the president at the time. You know, said, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna vote on a Supreme Court nominee. Um, one, there's not enough time, but more or less, we're just not gonna do it. Um, yeah. And uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't expect anyone to do it in the preceding year of an election. You know, sure. or the year of an election. Um, and then you had Lindsey Graham, who I don't think he said it that year, but a couple years later on said, you know, if this were to happen again in a year that's an election, we would definitely not, we would, we would wait for the new president. Yeah. Um, and I think both of those guys are having to eat their words now. Um, though I don't think either one of them is really taking ownership of their words. No. I would, I would agree with the, some of the American public of, Hey, you know, I, I get the heartache. I wish those guys would either just come out and say we were wrong. Um, I still want who we want um, because I think, Hey, we're playing for keeps. So you, right. know, you, you don't get that option. And I, I do believe if we flip the roles, this would be exactly the same with the Democrats. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, they probably would have nominated it within that person's deathbed. Right. Like, Hey, like I'm not going to disrespect Ruth Bader Ginsburg by any means, but if that would have been, you know, let's say, let's say it's Gorsuch, right. You know, it would be, the same night. <laughs> it was yeah. the Democrats. But I definitely think if the tables were turned on hundred percent on that, that there would have been and it shows that. I mean, if you look at yeah. history, um, pretty much when you have the controlling president and controlling of the Senate, then um I couldn't hear Sorry, that was my Apple Watch going off over there. Um, when you have control of the president and control of the Senate in terms of being the same party, it you definitely did. Yeah. There's I think there's very few instances or zero instances of of that happening. It's just something you do. 
Um, the opposite is uh, obviously true as well of if the House is not controlled, sorry, the Senate's not controlled by the same party as the president, they would actually usually not uh, vote in the, uh, the, new, the new nomination. They just wouldn't do it. And I think that's more of a political move than anything yeah. else. Though I think in the case of McConnell, I think he said said those words to be a little bit nicer. In now, like I said, he's having to eat those eat those words. Unfortunately, famous last words by a politician, right? Yeah, no, ex- exactly. Well, I think I think though, this is the perfect example of elections have consequences, right? The people voted for a Republican-run Senate and a Republican president. You, you know, this this is a strategy, right? Where we're playing the game of chess. Mm-hmm. They have to play, um, you know, their strongest hand, right? But let's let's examine who exactly she is, who this person is that the quote unquote left hates so much. Sure. So Amy Coney Barrett, I think she's forty eight, so she's young. She's very, I mean, young for a judge. Yes, young for Supreme Court, not young to us. Yeah, <laughs> she would be old. Although, although I'm 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 almost there, but. Um, so she is the first female conservative to ever be nominated. Okay. She graduated first in her class from Notre Dame Law School. She was a professor there for, I think it was like 15 years. She served as a clerk under Antonin Scalia, mm-hmm. who's like a giant in the conservative, the conservative movement. She is married, has seven kids, five of her own. And two um, children from Haiti that her and her husband adopted. Wow. Now, this is the probably the most disgusting thing I've heard so far come out about this lady. Because we know she's going to get Kavanaugh, right? Like, it might be... It won't be as bad as Kavanaugh. I don't imagine there's going to be someone that comes out and says that she sexually assaulted them. You know, not to go down that route. But they're already saying, well, how did she get those kids? And was it a legitimate adoption? No. And... You know how how did they how did they get this? We have another professor saying that calling them white. What was what was the word? Colonists adopting little black babies so, just so they don't look racist. So the attacks have certainly started. Yeah, and and I mean I, I hate to say it, but it's almost it's expected. Yeah. Um, I think in in this in this game as we mm-hmm. like I mean and this is this is a chess game. It is. We're playing for keeps. I think absolutely one hundred percent. You're gonna see it now. What I say that always happens with the Republican side, I would say, I'm not going to lie, I, I'd say it does to some extent as well. Yeah. Um, sometimes we try to, I think we keep it a little bit classy, but then there's definitely things that we say, um, you know, and I hate to say it, but people, we are human and uh, we make uh, very much, uh, I wouldn't say mistakes, we make poor choices to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, hopefully those people will, will either correct that or, you know, own up to it. Um, sure. Unfortunately, that's not always the case, but definitely... I definitely understand where you come from on that, and you know. But hey, I'm excited for. It. I think you said in that. He was funny. He, Daniel was texting me this week. I think you said I'm already started praying for just for um, <laughs> everything she's about to go through oh, because yeah. uh, man, it's going to be rough for sure. It is. We, we might see her age a couple of years in yeah. the next couple of months. It's going to be like uh, if you've ever seen the photo of any president, you should look this up if you ever get the chance. Look at the the photo before their first yeah. inauguration, and if they made it through eight years, yeah. look at the final photo of their last day. Oh, it's they, a night and day they, difference. It's totally different. I mean, yeah. I think Obama just looked like a totally different person. I was just like, is this the same guy? Yeah. Which might be a conspiracy. We might actually it have could to. Be, yeah. We can actually talk about that eventually. He, he, he came out the other side like completely great. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He totally <laughs> looked. I was like, ooh. 
did not age him well. So, you know, I yeah. can't wait to see what Trump looks like. Oh, my goodness. Uh, hopefully at the end of his eight, eight years. Hopefully at the end, right? Yeah. What do you think that this nomination will do anything for the voters? Is this going to sway some voters? Do you think it's going to, you know, help the Republican side? Um, you know, I honestly would say the. I think the opposite will happen. I think. Yeah. I think unfortunately there has been the spin already that it's very unfair. Sure. Um, and I think looking at it in partial terms that way, yeah, I can see the unfairness, and that's what's going to be toted. I mean. We, our culture, um, um, our media is very much a, a headline grabber, mm. attention grabber. And so to say that, um, I think there's going to be a lot of probably those maybe middle conservatives who are kind of in between a little bit. And they're saying, oh, that's, you know, that's not right. But, you, you know, you bring up the point, you know, there is, I think the biggest thing we obviously are coming in is we want to see the pro-life. We want to see the end to abortion. So I think that's going to help. I yeah. think maybe solidify those some of those other people, but I, I definitely think a lot of people who, if they don't really have a, a sway on either side of, on the particular abortion stance, right. then they're almost going to be turned away, and I think that might have caused some ruffling feathers for sure. Now, unfortunately, I have to agree with that. But I will say, I think that once these attacks happen, because they're definitely going to happen, and we're also going to see her go before the Senate for her hearings, Again, is she going to be treated the way Brett Kavanaugh was? We don't know. Uh, I don't imagine they're going to be very pleasant to her. Maybe that will sway people's decisions as well, saying like, wow, the left really stoops to the lowest level just because they're not getting their way. So who knows? No, I'll right. be, I'll be, I'm, I'm excited. I'll be, uh, I'll probably have C-SPAN on. Absolutely. Uh, oh. for, for, for that, you know, hey, getting to work from home, I can watch <laughs> TV whenever, whenever I want. So yeah. definitely have that on. So we have we have the the rock announcement. We have the Supreme Court going on, um, and obviously we kind of mentioned at the top of the podcast that we had um, the debate that's coming on oh, Tuesday, yeah. which is definitely exciting. I'm ready ready to watch it. I'm I'm intrigued to see um, how Biden turns out, um, yeah. to say the yeah. least. Uh, if if you haven't been keeping up, but there's been definitely some some interesting speeches he's given, yeah. Um, yeah. to say the least, of <laughs> almost of you know not always being the most consistent, and so. Yeah. Uh, just from my personal side of view, I think you know that'll be interesting to see if can he actually make it through a whole conver, whole debate with being on topic, on point, almost. I'm, you know, I'm I'm interested to see how Chris Wallace is going to do. Chris Wallace from Fox News is the moderator, and he's he, he's a liberal himself, but I will give him a lot of credit. He seems to be in the middle for most stuff, right? He wants to be a moderate journalist. He doesn't want to show his cards. Mm-hmm. He wants to be fair, so I have to give him a lot of respect for that. Sure. You know, Fox News definitely has this reputation of everybody there is this uh, right-winger, but he is yeah. not. But in the last time he moderated a debate, which was Hillary and Trump, it definitely seemed like he was pro-Hillary. So I will be interested to see what kind of questions out. he gets. Because what we've seen from the, the media so far, Joe Biden gets these softball questions like, Hey, how was your summer? How are you liking the campaign so far? Yeah. You know, like there's no questions about his son and yeah. the Russia conspiracy. Um, no. um, or has he, he would say, you know, I'm running for senator. And yeah. we're like, uh, <laughs> you mean president? Yeah. Well, hey, he just said that he was nominated to Senate 180 years ago. So, I mean, maybe uh, he found the yeah, fountain of youth there. We're, we're all looking for it. Yeah, definitely. That, 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 you bring up such a great point of like what kind of questions. And I know I was watching earlier today, President Trump will obviously get the first question. And supposedly mm-hmm. it's supposed to be already... 
Supreme Court nomination. So mm-hmm. that'll be intriguing to see um, how he responds to that. And then I'm intrigued to see, I mean, I know what Biden's going to say, I think, to yeah. the response to that question, you should wait, which I think in his shoes, I think anyone would say that. I don't, yeah. I don't disagree. But th- that's kind of an easy answer for anything. I'm like, yeah, you should wait. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a hard question for you. <laughs> right. I'm also going to be intrigued to see what the dynamic is because Trump feeds off of a crowd. So ooh, we see ooh, his rallies. Great point. Yeah. We saw even in the debates, right? Like we're talking about like during the Republican debates uh, to get the nomination, you know, four years ago. And then, you know, going against Hillary, he thrives off of the audience reactions. Now there's not going to be an audience. Oh, yeah. So how's that going to go? It's yeah. basically three guys in a room with a bunch of cameramen. So how is that going to play out uh, for his strategy? Oh, that'll be actually really intriguing. Maybe it'll kind of. Maybe it'll uh, maybe he'll kind of take it sideways, pull a Kanye and uh, no mics, <laughs> no and, mics. <laughs> uh, he'll have twenty twenty uh, shaved in the back of his hair. Wow. Um, uh, but he yeah, would definitely be pandering for some votes. Yeah, he'll be that, pandering. Right? Then, but you know, no, I, I think you bring up an excellent point in, in terms of that. And um, I, you know, I think more more interesting than anything else is just to see. Um, uh, for me, not that I'm necessarily going to vote for Biden. I'm not saying that. But I do want to see what state Biden's in because mm-hmm. I am curious as as American is doesn't matter at the end of the day whoever wins I want to know they're fit to be yeah. a president and so the things I've just seen with him make me question that yeah um, and there's been previous people who I've questioned that for so that's probably why I'll be watching it yeah. to see how he's just generally responding and having a, a normal yeah so. I think you bring up a really good point though too and I think this this gets lost with conservatism sometimes. Probably liberalism as well, but you know we're both Christian men. At the end of the day, no matter what happens on November third, that's not who we answer to. As Americans, sure, but we're not interested in you know the fate of America or whatever the case may be. Do I want to see my country do well? Of course I do, right? I'm an American. Support the troops, back the blue lives, everything, right? But at the end of the day, you know it's it's Christ who we answer to. So that's going to be. Uh, I'm not worried about November 3rd. Do I, do I have a horse in the race? Sure. Right? If my horse doesn't win, the end of the world didn't happen. The sun's still going to come up yeah. the very next day. But yeah. I think this, this next month and a half is going to be uh, very, very interesting to see what all comes out. we got the tax returns have already come out. That's not going to be the first. It's not going to be the last thing that comes out. Yeah. And it just kind of seems like there's, there's no questions whatsoever about Biden's time as VP and how Hunter, his son, benefited greatly from it. So I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if those questions come out on Tuesday. I have my doubts. If they come out, I'll give Chris Wallace a little golf clap, you know, because he's, <laughs> he's probably going to get uh, roasted by his friends at parties. Yeah. But we'll see. It should be interesting. E- either way, it's going to be musty TV. It's going to be great TV. Oh, yeah. It's going to be You're comedy right. hour. This should have been pay-per-view. You should oh. uh you know, just raise some additional funds. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I want everyone to watch it, yeah. but you know, maybe you know, you get some better close-ups or uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. You get to see it in four K. I don't know. I mean, you could have you could have like touted it as like a boxing match, right? That's the main event. You have your undercard as Bob Harris. Uh, I know. See, there you go. No, that I would agree with that. That would have been awesome. Um, and <laughs> something I saw today is actually, well, unfortunately, uh, there will be no handshaking. Well. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure both people are actually okay with that. Yeah, I think day. so too. Yeah, uh, but no handshaking due to COVID. Which I, you know, I'm like, okay, all right, we've we've hit a point. <laughs> uh, I think they should handshake, you know, and then maybe they can both put alcohol on their hands there afterwards. You go, yeah. so you're like, I'm wiping away. Yep. 
uh, everything. But no, I, I'm excited. But you know, you bring up, you know, bring up November third, and you know, whatever happens, you know, the sun, sun, sun will still come up. You know, and I, and I think as Christians, that's one of you know the things we have to remember of, you know, uh, eventually everything, everything's gonna pass. We we all know that. Um, I mean, as Christians, we know that. that that you know, America will not be here um, in the new heaven. You know, it's this is all going to pass away at some form, um, and it's always been. I think for me, it's always been one of the hardest things to wrestle. Is you know, how should I vote? Who should I vote for? Yeah. Should I vote on a specific topic? Um, and you know, I was listening today. It was actually on the radio, and some something. One of the things that was said is you know, maybe as a Christian, we should be thinking about is um, we're not going to see a specific person that probably you know embodies. Christ in every way possible. Right. Uh, as a politician, unfortunately, um, but we can definitely maybe vote for a person who's not against us. Sure. Uh, yeah. As a Christian, you know, um, be voting. Uh, you know, maybe not for us, but definitely not against us would be yeah. probably the, the thing I would argue. So, just something to think about for sure. It is. You know, and it's going to be interesting to see what the next four years really brings because you know Trump gets reelected, then we know that that's it, right? We get four more years of him, and that's it. If Biden gets elected, then you know, I think the easy bet is Kamala will be your president maybe after half a <laughs> year. I mean, that's maybe pretty much the running year. joke at this point. Yeah, no, for sure. Right? I mean, it, it is a joke, but it's, you look at it, you're like, eh, are they joking? I don't know if they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she even said the Harris administration with Joe Biden, well, they uh, both come out and yeah, say Maybe it, this will be, uh, turn into a, a George Bush Dick Cheney thing where the vice president yeah, will, maybe. Will, um, will manage the actual office during... Yeah. Um, during during the actual presidency, so we'll have to see that. We about. will, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be very intriguing, uh, to say the least. But but on a more important note than that, you're a Louisiana State fan. Yeah, I'm an LSU fan. Uh, I, I I'm a fan because I, I married into it. You I married into that, it. Yep. Um, but I'm definitely a fan, and uh, uh, you're obviously I'm a Florida, Florida State. State. Yep. My weekend was way worse than yours. Uh, <laughs> you you at least lost to. I mean, you lost by ten, right? Was it ten? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I didn't, I didn't get to watch the game. I was unfortunately, I was, I am a fan, and I was watching, and then I'm also a hunter. Yeah. And so I had to go into the field, and my phone died oh, while no. I was in the field trying to trying to, to watch <laughs> it. And so I'm like, well, this. Well, maybe this it's a good thing. Maybe yeah, it's good. Yeah, maybe it was a good. Thing. Yeah. You know, but I have to say, you know, Florida State. I mean. Did you uh, really expect that you were going to beat? No, okay. no, 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 no. I, I, I went into it hoping that we'd lose by three, seven, you know. See, let's see I, I'm okay with that. I think yeah. as a fan, if I'm expected to lose, that's okay. But when you literally have everyone on ESPN, you know, uh, yeah. game day, and they're all like LSU, 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 and then you're watching, you're like, oh, did we play our high school team this year? Because like, that's what I felt like. I was like, oh, this is just yeah. nobody. I mean, and I know why. I mean, obviously, if you're an LSU fan at all, they had no one coming back this year from uh, their championship team. 17 starters. Yeah. Just so many people gone. Yeah. So many people gone. Heisman Trophy winners gone. Yep. Your star receiver sitting out the season. Yep. Uh, everybody else went to the draft. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just everyone's just... So So who does that leave with? So that's exactly... Yeah. Ugh, it was going to be rough. So if that's, <laughs> if that's how our season is predicting, uh, I hope we break even, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think the funniest thing about that is, you know, Mike Leach is the new head coach from Mississippi State. Yep. I think it was like an hour after the game. He, I follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's he's a riot. I hope that when he's done coaching, he's a stand-up comedian or something because he's hilarious. But he posts this gray and white picture of a shriveled up pumpkin. And he's like, 
For all you pumpkin spice lovers, this is what happens to the pumpkins when you steal their spice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you just won the biggest game, arguably, in your entire career, and you're basically posting memes an hour after the game. Oh gosh. No, he's, he's got to be... I mean, just some of the, the plays he's done before with, with other teams, I'm just like, oh. if anyone's going to be able to pull it off, it's definitely going to be him with yeah. this team. So, so what do you think, in your case, with Florida State, you know, you have, yeah. what work do you think is going to have to take place? Well, you know, it's, yeah, my, my brother is a hardcore Florida State fan, so we've talked for hours about this this past week. Um, I'm so used to them losing right now, which I never thought I would say in my entire life, <laughs> you know, because we go from, you know, we, we're, only, we're only seven years removed from a national championship, six years removed, Jameis Winston, you know, six years ago. And I think what's happened, obviously recruiting has been bad. Can't get no line. You don't have a quarterback. You don't have an identity there. And let's just be honest with it. This, you know, the NFL is a quarterback-driven league. College football is a quarterback-driven league also. Mm. I mean, look at what Joe Burrow did with LSU last year. Sure. He set records, right? Most touchdowns, most yards. I mean, and you have Clemson with Trevor Lawrence. You had... Alabama. Well, yeah, as you said, yeah, quarterbacks make or break the oh, teams. Absolutely, and, and, yeah. yeah and, and, this, and, this. and as you can't even say defense wins championships anymore because LSU has a good defense, even with the returning people, because it's still LSU. Yeah. Right. And Mississippi State's quarterback put six hundred yards up on them. Mm-hmm. So it's an offense driven you know league now. So I think I think Florida State I like Coach Mike Norvell. Came from Memphis. Like him a lot. I think he's a solid guy. I think he's like a leader. I think he walks into a room. He's an alpha kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take time. And will the fans give him time? I don't know. Yeah. You know, because that's kind of the name of the game right now is three losing seasons or three seasons that are unsatisfactory and people get fired. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, I mean, you see that. It doesn't. Not even just Florida State. You see this anywhere. Everywhere. Any, anywhere. Yeah. Usually, by your second season, if you're not winning, then your third season, as you said, you're can't. Yeah, and you know, I wouldn't even be surprised. I hate to say it, if it wasn't halfway through the season, if he still is just loss after loss. I know we're we're, we're cutting him. It might as well. I mean, zero um, and two right now. You know, they play Jacksonville State next week, and people are already saying like, "Hey, that's not going to be just some pushover team. That's going to be a dogfight." And never in my wildest dreams did I think Jacksonville <laughs> State would be a dogfight. So. <laughs> So something, and it was interesting to watch this weekend, um, watching all the games, definitely think this season is going to be the asterisk season. Absolutely. Obviously for COVID. Yeah. Um, so no, anyone who wins, I'm just saying, you're out. Sorry. Yep. It doesn't actually mean anything. However, something I was watching is all these rankings, we saw a lot of these big teams, um, let's see, uh, did Ole Miss? Uh, Florida was, played Ole Miss. Uh, OU lost. That was another OU one. OU lost K-State, yeah. Yeah. Two years so, in a row. So, yeah. Two years in a row. Um, LSU lost. So a lot of these big upset in the rankings mm-hmm. has this hopefully in the in the rankings, you know, voting system because they haven't they haven't been released because it'll be released Tuesday. Sure. Um, do you think that's going to change drastically? Just because I think with everything that's going on with COVID, I think everything you're going to see these little bitty teams, yeah, almost not have a chance because it seems like in the years past it was always the same, practically the same twenty teams. In the yeah. top twenty-five, always, hundred percent. But now right. with the COVID season, and everything else, it seems like there's been big upsets, and it's just now going to reaffect everything. I don't know. Maybe the schedules well, changing too probably helped. I might be I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that these rankings right now aren't factoring in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 because they're not playing yet. Mm. 
So you know Ohio State's a two or three. Sure. Then they bring back Justin Fields. Pac-12, you got Oregon, who's supposed to have a really good year. USC supposed to have a good year. So I don't know if those are included. So I might be wrong about that. But I think I saw over the weekend Cincinnati was ranked 14th. Yeah, I believe they When has Cincinnati ever been ranked 14th? So that that probably plays a little bit of a role. But I think Big Ten and Pac-12 start end of October or mid-October. That's correct, yeah. And they only play, what, seven games? I thought it was six. Is it six? I thought it was six. six. Yeah. So this is definitely the asterisk season because you're not even playing a full schedule. Oh, yeah. No, completely. No. I'm intrigued to see. I am intrigued to see how everything plays out. Uh, My favorite thing that's happened this season, though, is um, I'm sorry for any Notre Dame fans out there. Uh, I'm glad that Notre Dame now has a not a cupcake cupcake schedule as much anymore. Um, I'm just waiting for them to just get, you know. Fight it big, um, but they well, haven't. they play Clemson, so you know it's it's bound. Oh yeah, to happen. it should. Yeah, they should be wiped out. But yeah, you know what? My luck. They aren't. They're gonna win. I'm gonna be like, what did I do wrong? Well, did I not pray you. hard enough? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking forward to October 10th because that's when they play Florida State, and if Florida State just lost to Miami 52 to 10, Notre Dame is, I would say, a better team than Miami. <laughs> uh, at least it looks like it. Yeah, that's that's an understatement of the year. I don't even want to know what the final score of the Clemson game is going to be. I mean, last year they put, I think, 63 up. So they might go for the 100. I mean, I would. Why not? Well, Set some records along the way, you we'll, know? We'll definitely we'll definitely have to keep our eyes, and that'll probably be something we'll just every week. We'll have to we'll have to bring up the last two weeks or the last couple weeks of, of every week, the, the yeah. Florida game. Um, but before uh, we move on to anything else, obviously something we haven't got to talk about a whole lot, and we, talk, we said we'd talk about this. This is very important. It's the pizza. The pizza. I mean, I mean anytime we eat, we were going to have pizza. Yeah. Um, we had Johnny's Pizza um, in Little Elm, Texas. It's a kind of a mom and pop shop, uh, New York style based. Um, we had a classic pepperoni pizza. So nothing really overly special about it. What's your thoughts? I like it. I like it a lot. Now, we've had this before. We had the Alfredo sauce. Yes. They, they also make a mean... Um, my wife loves Alfredo sauce on pizzas, yeah. uh, which when I first married in, I thought it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> uh, they're yeah. out, they have an Alfredo pepperoni pizza, or I mean, they have an Alfredo pizza and you can get whatever you want. Um, but, so good. Uh, definitely good. I, I'd probably almost recommend the Alfredo. Yeah, I think I would too, yeah. Because I like the traditional, I mean, you, you can never go wrong with a traditional pizza, right? The red yeah. sauce, pepperoni, cheese, but that Alfredo sauce, there's something about it. It's got a nice tang to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. But now this one, I would say, I love it still. Very good. It's a traditional New York style kind of thin. Still a little chewy. Crust is crispy, though. Uh, Sauce is great. Can't go wrong with it. It's a good pie. It's a solid pie. Yeah, I would definitely, for for first pizza, I would definitely recommend recommending it for us. I I enjoy it. Um, Actually, I know you won't get the opportunity. Maybe I'll let you have some pizzas to take home. Reheating it, if you have a pizza stone... Oh my gosh, probably one of the best pizzas to reheat. Um, really? Just because you put on that pizza stone when it's like 400 degrees. Yeah. And the, the, the crust kind of firms up just a little bit more. I okay. think that's my only thing on the pizzas. I like it, but there's, I wish it would be a little, little bit less. Bit crunchier? A little bit crunchier. I'm, okay. I'm a thin crust kind of guy, uh, to say the least. But yeah. for this pizza, I think it's a good general standard. Um, so for, here's a litmus test for pizza, in my opinion, though. Can you eat it cold and still enjoy it? Okay, sure. Oh, this one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, all right. I, I think there's very, very few pizzas that I could ever eat cold that I'd be like, oh, this is awful. Like, I don't know. I don't is there, there anyone on the top of your head right now? If you, I mean, without name dropping, there's a certain, let's see, it, it, uh, uh, hmm. is it, okay, what about the any of the big 
The big okay. pizza names. So so Domino's. We'll just go ahead and throw it out there. Sure. Hopefully we don't get sued for this. Mm-hmm. If you ever get their thin crust and try and eat that cold, there's a lot of other things I'd rather eat than that. Sure. <laughs> I can see that. It has more of a tang, to say the least, I think. It definitely does. It has more of a tang, but that mm-hmm. crust, like you have to eat that when it's hot. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, I'll give you that. Like when it gets, when, that's the kind of crust that when it gets cold, it gets soggy. Mm-hmm. Almost like it's wet. And nobody wants to eat wet pizza. Yeah. 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 I, you know, thinking about reheating pizza and cold pizza, you know, when I was growing up, that was like my mom and dad saying, like, we were always rushing out the door and they're like, oh, like, oh, haven't had breakfast yet. And they're like, grab a slice of pizza. <laughs> grab a slice of pizza. <laughs> and so I would have, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a good old Pizza Hut thin crust pepperoni. Okay. And I, I okay. put it in my mouth. And grab my backpack, and so I wouldn't have any hands, and I'd just be running out the door eating my my cold pizza, oh, and that was wow. my that was my breakfast. of champions, it's the most important meal of the day. Uh, Might as well have pizza for it. Yeah, all that grease, I'm sure, uh, <laughs> did not end well for me as a kid. So, to say the least. But definitely good times. So we yeah. talked politics, we've talked uh, football. Uh, what's what else? What else you got on your mind for today? You know, so I was thinking about this, right? So. We're in the same community class. We, we go to church together. We're in the same life group, as they call it now. It used to be called Bible Fellowship Group. Now it's uh, life groups, as every other church in the country calls it. Yeah, and so we, we finally caught up. And for you older folks who don't know what life group is, Sunday school. It's Sunday school. It's Sunday school. It's Sunday school. We just give them fancy terms. Yeah. So we're in Matthew. Christmas story. Matthew chapter 2. Okay, gotcha. A couple things I was not aware of. Okay, so I will claim my ignorance on this. Because you hear Christmas carols, right? So you hear Away in the Manger. You hear Silent Night, all this stuff. And you think that the wise men are there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we've, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, you look at the nativity scene. You got Jesus in the manger. He's a little baby. You got these three wise men's kings. And then you come and find out in Matthew that, hey, like, they weren't kings. There probably wasn't three of them. There's probably a caravan. They brought three gifts. Yeah. And then... They Jesus, definitely weren't there. <laughs> no. Jesus is like two years old at this point. They call him a child and he's in a house. Oh, definitely. So, you're like, okay, all of these Christmas carols, like, how did they get that wrong, right? Because it's pretty clear as day in the text. So, there's that. The second thing is, is the actual gifts that they brought, right? So, they bring gold. Mm-hmm. Now, gold is probably used for them to flee to Egypt and then return home to okay. Nazareth. They bring frankincense. Do you know what frankincense is? Uh, it is a. Uh, I know it has a unique smell. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not a, it's not a flavoring, but it's a. Um, I mean, I guess it'll be. It's, it's not it's a like a, It's like an incense. Yes. That, yeah. Thank you. Sorry, I couldn't think yeah. of the word. Yes. So they would burn it when you were uh, appointing priests, or priests would use it in you know some of their rituals. Okay, so. They give them frankincense. Very expensive. Sure. Very hard to get. So we got um, gold, we got frankincense, and then we got the third. Which is myrrh. myrrh. Yep. So myrrh is, and they, they brought 75 pounds of it. So myrrh is this kind of gum-like substance that they would use to embalm bodies or preserve bodies. Okay. So they bring a two-year-old, 75 pounds of the myrrh. So that right there, it tells you these guys traveled 600 miles. There wasn't three of them. Because there's no oh sure yeah um, yeah they had to have seventy five pounds right you know, that poor that poor horse or donkey yeah or, gold gold weighs a lot too oh yeah so well, absolutely so there's definitely not three of them but all three of those are prophetic so gold gets them out of Egypt because in Isaiah it says they would flee to Egypt 
okay. come back to Nazareth. Yeah, part of the caravan, I remember. And that. also that they would get gold from Gentiles. So at this point, the wise men are considered non-believers. They're Gentiles. Okay. They're not Jewish. Sure. Basically. Oh, yeah. Frankincense is symbolic because Jesus will be the high priest. Okay, I got that. And then myrrh is his um, death. Eventual death. And his eventual death, yeah, because when he dies, um, what was it? Uh, Joseph, who lets him use the tomb, mm-hmm. and um, Nicodemus cover his body in 100 pounds of myrrh and aloe. Hmm. So all of that stuff is just it's prophetic. Just, just speaking up into that. No, 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 no. That is a... It almost makes the Christmas story a little bit better. Yeah. You know? I mean, Instead of we just downed it, downed it into this, I don't know, it's just a uh, yeah. semi, you know, shepherd, yeah. you know, shepherd's house, not shepherd's house, a um, manger, which it's is manger, just, yeah. yeah. We made it kid-friendly, basically. Oh, we definitely did. But, I mean, that's that's history in general. That I mean. is history in general. You're right. Yeah. But, you know, there's even some debates out there that they weren't in a manger at all because there are no mangers in that area of Bethlehem, that there's caves. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think that it was a cave. And then the other thing is, it's been widely known that they traveled by donkey to get to Bethlehem. Well, they were dirt poor. They wouldn't have been able to afford a donkey. So, you know, hopefully Mary was in like the second trimester at that mm-hmm. point because walking across the desert in the third trimester would be uh, undesirable, to say the least. I can't even imagine um, just to, just be even pregnant and just yeah. being like, oh, hey, we're going to take this little, uh, you know, it wasn't a 30-mile hike, you know, but it was you know, definitely <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a hike, to say the least. It wasn't to hop and a skip, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. But the coolest thing is, the wise men get there, and they've never seen him. All they heard was, follow the star, you know, angels approached him, all this kind of stuff. We know that part of the story. very first thing they do is they worship him. So they worship him, and then they give their gifts. And I think it's really cool, because they recognized him as king. And that was something we talked about in our class this week, was, do we? Do we recognize Christ as king of our lives? It's very easy to say yes, but then when you just stop and think about it, it's like, yeah, I really don't, you know? It's part where I got to work on. Yeah, well, no. You know, and I think one thing to also note is those three wise men, they weren't of the same culture or belief system. No. I mean, they, these were three guys who just were like, we know that this this guy is special. We know that he is mm-hmm. he is holy. He is anointed. And we need, we need to treat him as such. And so yeah. for that to happen, to see... Three guys of a totally different, you know, faces. You know, they weren't. They knew that something was up. So, yeah. what does that say about us? Of like, man, we know he's our he's our king. We have all the information. You know, yeah. So, we're we treating him with such. So, no, that man, that's a great point. I'm, yeah. I'm sad I actually missed this past Sunday. Now, so <laughs> I should have should have been there. Did you? You covered a, a Christmas uh, a Christmas uh, service or a Christmas uh, chapter for. Uh, this past Sunday. That's very interesting. Yeah. Christmas in September. You know? Hey, there we go. Just only a couple of months off. That's There's for sure. a couple, yeah. So, well, hey, that about wraps up our episode, to say the least. Um, hope you guys enjoyed listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Um, mm-hmm. We'll try to have this. Uh, we're shooting for every every couple of weeks or so. Um, but definitely, this is our first time round in this podcast series. So, uh, also, feel free to, to give us a uh name drop or if you have any comments or suggestions uh, feel free to check out our website we're at www.twoguysapizzaandapodcast.com so, sorry I've got to add that .com in there so I know that's a lot in the take but hey we're excited to have you guys and we're excited to do this absolutely and uh, we can't wait for you guys to start all of our information will be out there and we'll see you next time we'll see you signing off two guys a pizza and a podcast let's do this it's in the books <laughs>